Hey everyone, it's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. Today, we are talking all about TV. Did we cut the cord or did we really just have 37 new cords? By the end of this episode, you'll also be able to say, now I get it. Did you miss him? I'm bringing him back for third time's a charm, my bestie, Martin. Hi, everyone. So, Martin, you've been in town visiting this week, and you and I together have binged six hours of American Crime Story impeachment, the President Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal. However, this is a show that we are now fully caught up on because we still have to wait every week for these new episodes. Oh, it is so annoying. I mean, I can't get enough of Sarah Paulson right now. And I, I just, I really am impatient. <laughs> Truly. I really want to get to the end. I mean, I think Netflix has conditioned us to just want everything. I mean, it, we are the instant gratification era right now. And I think with Squid Game, when they released you know, all of the episodes at once, they really created this cultural moment where everyone ditched all of their responsibilities and engrossed themselves in the terror and trauma <laughs> that is, um, you know, Squid Games. For me, I think that it's okay to have different formats, but the format needs to fit the content. For example, I think it's okay to have a weekly cadence if it's a reality competition show where contestants need time to prep, um, whether they're learning a new song on The Voice or Songland or American Idol, um, all of these things where fan, there's fan voting involved sometimes. Um, but I don't think we need weekly drops for Mayor of Easttown, White Lotus, and some of the other shows I named earlier. So I think there is a world where weekly drops can exist, but a lot of these old media companies still think it's applied to their comedies and dramas. Martin, I wanna play a quick little game since we are talking about streaming and we are amidst the age of streaming wars. So I want you to say in a quick fire way, in the order of success by market share, which streaming platform has the most subscribers down to the least? The candidates are in alphabetical order, Amazon Prime, Apple TV Plus, Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, Evelyn Plus. Just kidding. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, I'm not even going to throw in stars or Showtime because I don't even know if you can remember all of those. Ready? Go. Evelyn, I really, I, I think I can only give you my top three here. I, I mean, I think that Netflix Top five, Martin. Top five. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. I'll do my best. I think number one, Netflix, King Daddy, I like came to eat the rest of the competitors. Number two, I'm going to go with Amazon Prime because they've got that huge built-in subscriber base. Disney Plus because they spent a gazillion dollars on marketing. HBO Max because they're actually got premium content, not that much of it, but premium. And then Hulu. Okay, your answers are in. For me, I'm going to say number one, Netflix. Number two, Disney Plus. Number three, HBO Max. Number four, Amazon Prime. Number five, Hulu. Just saying it out loud, I already feel like Amazon Prime needs to be a little bit up, exactly for your reason, where um, Amazon likes to combine their Amazon Prime video subscribers with their Amazon Prime users. 
Okay, the results are in. I'm going to name all of the streamers in order of most subscribers to least by top 10. Number one, Netflix, 209 million. Number two, Amazon Prime, 175 million. I think you're batting pretty well, Martin. Number three, Disney Plus, 103 million. Number four, HBO Max, 67.5 million. Number five, Peacock. Oh my God, Martin, we forgot to even list the streaming platform. What were they thinking with that name? I actually saw a meme that said, you know, like, well, you know how they, they label the categories? They decided to label one of the movie categories Peacocktober. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, okay. That's actually pretty witty. Like the corny dad, corny mom in me, <laughs> like appreciates too, that. <laughs> too good. Wow. I literally cannot believe we forgot one of the streaming services because to me, Peacock was so forgettable. The fact that you didn't even call me out on it. What does that say about Peacock? Yet they're number five out of 10. Number six, Hulu, 41.6 million. Number seven, Apple TV Plus, 40 million. Number eight, Paramount Plus, 36 million. Number nine, YouTube Premium, 30 million. Number 10, Discovery Plus, 15 million. Number 11, Evelyn Plus. <laughs> um, all my subscribers on this podcast. <laughs> Basically, you see a huge drop. Netflix, Amazon, Disney are the only ones that clear 100 million subscribers. Netflix is the only one that clears 200 million. Are there any final thoughts, Martin? No, I mean, I just don't understand how anyone's supposed to remember their password. Martin, you take half of my streaming passwords. <laughs> Thank you for this. <laughs> Okay, well, if today's episode wasn't clear enough, yes, we live in a streaming time. Yes, we are in the middle of streaming wars. But, you know, has streaming changed our viewing behavior? For most of these traditional media companies, not really. They're still treating us as if we were viewers on broadcast cable with these weekly drops. Well, anyway, that's it for today's episode. Martin, thank you so much for being my guest star this week. You have been an amazing host. They will miss you. Hopefully you'll come back for more if I haven't scared you away and tune in tomorrow for another new episode of Now I Get It. Bye everyone.